Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Slam of Wrestling. Myself Supreet and this is the AEW Dynamite review for October 9th, 2019. If this is your first time on the channel, then make sure to hit that subscribe button. Turn on the bell for all notifications. We here at Slam of Wrestling cover all pro wrestling related stuff including reviews for Raw, Smackdown, NXT, AEW Dynamite and New Japan as well. So this week's Dynamite opened up with commentators running through the entire card of the show. Action kicked off with the first match of the quarterfinals of the AEW World Tag Team Championship Tournament, Private Party vs The Young Bucks. We had a promo package for this match. SCU and the team of Jack Evans and Angelico and Jack Evans were seen sitting in the front row. Onto the match, Isaiah Cassidy and Nick Jackson started the match. Both men went for several lockup exchanges. Nick tried to hit a few super kicks but missed on each attempt. Nick would spit his gum on the face of Cassidy. Nick got Cassidy in the corner. The Bucks did a double team move on Cassidy. Matt the legal man took out Mark Quinn off the apron and hit a double team neckbreaker on Cassidy. The Bucks tried to go for a suplex on Cassidy but Cassidy denied sent Matt on the outside. In the ring Nick sent Cassidy to the ropes. Cassidy duck Nick can Cassidy ducked Nick and was going for a baseball slide, baseball slide kick to Matt on the outside but Matt moved out of the way. Matt launched Cassidy that led to Cassidy landing on the apron and took out Matt with a moonsault. In the ring Cassidy tags in Mark Quinn who took out Nick with a springboard high crossbody. Hit a suicide dive on Matt on the outside. Then hit a big, then hit a big dive on Nick Jackson on the opposite side. Came back hit a tope con hilo on Matt and hit a tope corkscrew dive on Nick. Quinn got Nick in the ring and hit a 450 for a near fall. This sequence was freaking amazing. The Bucks would make a huge comeback with a double super kicks to both Quinn and Cassidy. Matt would go on to hit a powerbomb on Cassidy on the entrance ramp. In the ring the Bucks hit a sliced bread powerbomb on Quinn for a 2 count. Nick quickly transitioned into a sharpshooter but Cassidy made it to the ropes. Crowd started chanting this is awesome. At one point Quinn was going for the tag but Cassidy was taken out by Nick. Matt hit a spear on Quinn for another two count. The Bucks were going for a double suplex attempt on Quinn but Quinn hit a double Pele kick which allowed him to finally tag in Cassidy who was favoring his back after the power bomb he took. There was another cool spot where Matt caught Cassidy on a handspring DDT and delivered three back to back Northern Light suplex and hit both Quinn and Cassidy on the fourth attempt with the move and a pin but got just a two count. The Bucks failed to hit the more bang for your buck and Nick was the one who ate a Harikarana cutter from private party. Final parts of the match saw the Bucks going for the Melzer driver on Quinn but Cassidy took out Nick. Quinn who was on the shoulders of Nick on the shoulders of Matt countered into a front roll up pin and got the surprise victory. I loved this match. This was definitely the match of the night. And this is what tag team wrestling should be, which we don't get to see on WWE's main roster. Next up, Chris Jericho came out for a promo segment with Sammy Guevara, Santana and Ortiz and Jack Hager. Jericho started introducing himself and called himself La Champion of AEW. Jericho started bragging about the fact that uh, last week's episode of Dynamite was the was one of the was one of the top premiers in TNT history. 
Jericho cut off the crowd when they started chanting thank you Jericho. He then went on to introducing everyone. He called Sammy Guevara a great young performer and a Spanish god. Called Santana and Ortiz pitbull amongst pitbulls. Street fighter back alley brutes and he likes it. Even introduced Jack Hager. Crowd started chanting we the people. Jericho responded by saying we the people is dead and buried and it was a bad idea from bad creative and now it's gone. He stated that Hager is an undefeated MMA fighter and said that's a shoot. This makes Hager the toughest man in AEW and entire professional wrestling. He can fight any boxer, fighter, MMA guy, street bum, basically anybody. He went on to say that these are his friends, his confidants and they call themselves the inner circle. And now they will be taking over AEW. Jericho started talking about Cody and his match with him at full gear. He stated that he hates the Rhodes family and at full gear he's gonna beat the ever living shit out of Cody. And further added that he will celebrate in the streets of Baltimore with a little bit of the bubbly. Crowd popped. He finished the segment by saying that this is the inner circle and you're welcome. This is the best modern day promo I have, I have ever seen. Uh, it's up there if not better than the Miz one on Talking Smack and the CM Punk Pie Bomb promo. This promo felt natural and not scripted. And for that I give huge props to AEW. Next we had Darby Allen vs Jimmy Havoc. Winner gets a shot at the AEW World Championship. They showed a promo package for Jimmy Havoc where he said he has waited 15 years for this moment. He likes the violence and pain and he wants everyone to feel his pain. They also showed some highlights of Darby Allen's match with Cody from Fighter Fest. Onto the match both men exchanged pinfall attempts. Havoc was the heel in this match. Allen hit a springboard arm drag, crushed Havoc in the corner. Allen was going for another corner crush on the other side. Havoc was going after Allen but Allen ducked and hit a shotgun drop kick. Havoc retreated and was on the apron. Allen was looking for a suplex on Havoc. But Havoc denied, bit Allen's finger and hit a suplex of his own sending both men crashing to the outside. Havoc tried to follow up with a pin but only got a 2. Havoc tried to work on the left arm of Allen with some joint manipulation. Allen tried to get some offense but was once again trying, he was once again going for the corner crush but Havoc caught Allen in a hanging sleeper on the corner followed by a sleeper suplex. At one point Havoc hit a tiger driver into a pin but Allen broke the pin by reaching the ropes. Final parts of the match saw Havoc Havoc looking for the acid rainmaker. Allen ducked and bit Havoc's fingers. Allen then hit a modified stunner followed by the coffin drop to get the victory. Darby Allen will be facing Chris Jericho for the AEW World Championship next week. This was a okay match. Uh, these two guys shown that they can do some things without the violence element. And looking forward to Darby Allen's match with Chris Jericho next week. Next we had a tag team match. Uh, Rio and Britt Baker were facing B Priestley and Emi Sakura. Not gonna talk about much of this match. There were times when Priestley and Priestley and Baker started brawling. Well, 
because they are in a blood feud. The team of Rio and Britt Baker picked up the victory here after Britt, after Baker hit a leg sweep neckbreaker on Emi Sakura and locked in the mandible claw rings of Saturn to get a submission victory. Post-match, Priestley and Baker started brawling which was broken up by Rio and the referee. So I'm gonna talk about Britt Baker here. Is it just me or every time she wrestles, she feels kind of sloppy. It just could be me. Her in-ring work really comes off weak. That's my opinion. A video package for the best friends was shown. We had an interview segment near ringside featuring the best friends. They were asked about their match with SEO in the Tag Team Titles Tournament next week. And how, and how are they feeling about it? Chuck Taylor replied, why don't they ask this guy? Beretta and Taylor moved out of the way. Orange Cassidy was seen sitting front row. Any answers with his signature thumbs up? Next we got Sean Spears vs John Moxley. Pack was on commentary showing his displeasure that he didn't receive any opportunity at the AEW world title. Moxley and Spears got in each other's face before the match even began. Match started with both men hitting knife edge chops to each other. Spears got the con control of the match when Spears distracted the referee which allowed Tully Blanchard to take out Moxley by sending him to the steel steps. At one point Spears did a death valley driver in the corner of the barricade. In the ring Spears hit a high sky for a two count. Spears locked in a half crab. Moxley would escape but, but Spears sent Moxley outside and hit a suicide dive. Spears started pandering to the ground which allowed Moxley to hit a suicide dive of his own. In the ring Moxley hit a running knee but got only a two count. Moxley was going for the paradigm shift but Spear countered it and hit a Yoshi Garoshi for just a two count. Spear tried for a second Yoshi Garoshi but Moxley would hit the paradigm shift to get the victory. Kenny Omega came out with a, with a barbed wire bat and a barbed wire broomstick. Moxley started walking towards Omega. Omega handed the baseball bat to Moxley and it looked like we were going to get a big clash between the two. Pack came in and assaulted Omega with the chair. Moxley was teasing that he was gonna take the opportunity to attack Omega with the bat but he decided, but he decided to just walk away. And that was the end of the segment. I don't know what, what they are gonna do with Pack with in this Omega and Moxley feud. But gotta wait and see. The main event was Hangman Page and Dustin Rhodes versus Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara. Rhodes and Guevara started the match. Rhodes wanted Jericho and Jericho got the tag but quickly tagged in Guevara. Rhodes immediately went after Jericho beating, up, beating him up outside and gave a big right hand to Guevara. In the ring Rhodes and Page dominated Guevara for the most part until Guevara got some control when Jericho distracted Page which allowed Guevara to hit a high kick and plant him on the top turnbuckle. Guevara went for the pin but got a 2. Now Guevara and Jericho had the upper hand until Page got the knees up for Jericho's lion salt. Guevara came in to stop Page 
from making the tag, but it is spinning Lariat instead. Page tagged in Rhodes, who came in strong with a couple of atomic drops to both Jericho and Guara and hit a big high crossbody from the top. Crucial part of the match came when Rhodes sent Guara to the outside. Page hit a big moonsault on Guara. Jake Hager assaulted Page from behind. In the ring, Jericho got tagged, was charging towards Rhodes, but Rhodes hit a sunset powerbomb pin combination for a two count. Final parts of the match saw Guara had the referee distracted to which, which allowed Hager to get the cheap shot on Rhodes. Jericho followed up and hit the Judas effect to get the victory for his team. Post-match Jericho, Guara, Hager started attacking Rhodes until Hangman tried to save Rhodes. Page and Hager started brawling to the outside. The brawl went to the back. In the ring, it was still it was still a two-on-one two-on-one assault on Rhodes. The lights turned off. Cody appeared, who hit a sick-looking crossroads on Guara. Cody was going after Jericho until Santana and Ortiz joined in, and now it was four-on-two. MJF came down with a chair and he was teasing that he was gonna attack Cody with the chair, but he took out Ortiz. Santana and Jericho. MJF was soaking up the moment as he got a big MJF chance from the crowd until he was taken out by the core breaker. The Young Bucks came for the save, took out Santana, Ortiz and Guara with super kicks. Jericho tried to retreat but he was taken out by Darby Allen who came from the ramp in a freaking skateboard. Jericho got the mic and said, and I quote, you stupid idiots, you don't know who you're dealing with. We are the inner circle and we are taking control. Cody, I will see you at November 9th. Darby, I will see you next week. And it's gonna be your funeral, bitch. And that's how the second episode of AEW Dynamite went off the air. This was another solid episode of AEW Dynamite for me. I wanna talk about Darby Allen for a moment. For me, I think he is the Jeff Hardy of this era. Because of the in-ring style he works. And just like Private Party, I think uh, even Darby Allen will be a big favorite when it comes to that younger audience. And looking forward to his match next week with Jericho. It, it's almost a guarantee that he's not winning the title, but let's see. So that was the review for AEW Dynamite. So so what did you guys think about this show? Let me know in the comment section below or on social media. You can find Slam Up Wrestling on Twitter at Slam Up Debut. Our podcast and reviews are mainly audio based. And if you don't want your YouTube app running for that, you can check out Slam Up Wrestling on Anchor and even Spotify. And if you are watching on YouTube, then make sure to hit that like button. The total like goals for this video is 10. There you see Sean Spears. Make sure to get this video 10 likes. We will see you guys for the NXT review. Until then, have a good one guys.